Welcome to the Bay Harbor Brothers Podcast, where two brothers who live nowhere near the Bay break down episodes of the Showtime hit series, Dexter. I'm your host, Mike, here as always with my co-host and brother, Josh. How you doing today? Doing pretty well. We are uh, halfway, a little more than halfway through February, uh, headed towards the end. I'm headed towards the end of my 30s here. Yeah, Had it's almost big, your birthday. Big birthday coming up on Wednesday. The big four zero. Oh so. my god. Kind of you, been. How you feeling about that? Yeah, it's 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 not as I don't know. It's not as bad as I thought it would be. I kind of like when 2024 hit. I was like, I'm gonna enjoy like the last two months of my 30s and do like all the stuff I won't be able to do anymore. Okay. So. I've just been eating garbage and, you know, <laughs> drinking alcohol. Okay. Because you're done when 40 strikes. You're done with the alcohol. and Wednesday is, Wednesday is the last day. Yeah. I don't believe yeah. that for a second. I actually have not drank alcohol uh, maybe since your wedding. I don't know. Really? Okay. Maybe like maybe like one or two poker night type things. But the impressive. Yeah. I mean, once you in the the suburban dad role, it's not a lot of time. So yeah, big plans for four zero. No, we're uh, we're doing some dinner tonight, and then I think Abby and myself are just going to go out next Saturday, and we have a babysitter. So nice, two babysitters, the parentals. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, cool, yeah, yeah. Oh right, our parents, our parentals, our parentals, yeah. our shared parents. Got it. Yep. Okay. Nice. Yep. Well, happy early birthday. Well, thanks. From thanks. all of us here at Bay Harbor Brothers Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we all wish it to you. All of the people working behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Diligently, yep. like real yep. hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just talked to Henry from HR. He's having a, a Zoom call after this. So, okay. Yeah. Make sure you're on it. Yeah. Yeah. So, Henry and I both wish you a happy birthday. <laughs> Wait, what about Leslie from Accounts Payable? Yeah, Leslie from Accounts oh, okay, Payable okay, okay. also. She sent a card, so. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. You didn't get the card yet? No, I didn't. I didn't. Okay. All right. <sighs> Freaking Teresa. The publicist? Yeah. What about she her? Probably, she probably still has it and hasn't signed it yet. Oh, yeah. It's always Teresa's fault. It's always Teresa. Oh, my God. Uh, How about PJ, the editor? He never does anything. I know. We really got to talk to PJ. <laughs> well, anyway, from myself, PJ, Matricia, Polly, I forgot Morticia. all the names. Morticia, all, yeah, all the fakes that we just made up. Happy! This is a huge day. company. This is yes. a huge company we have. Huge business. There's a lot of business. There's a, there's a lot of business going on behind the scenes. <laughs> uh, speaking of business, episode four. That's that's what we're up to here. Season two, episode four. And it's yeah. called See Through. So I watched it um, like about a week ago, and then I just rewatched it. And I got to say, I was surprised. I liked it a lot better the second time. Okay. Uh, maybe I was just cranky when I watched it the first time, <laughs> and I'm not cranky today. I, I do have I do have some good, some bad, a little bit of ugly, and don't think it was as strong as last week's. Yeah. I would say solid overall. I'm starting to notice a trend with you that uh, when there is any sort of flashback in the episode, like you, you dislike it. And then when there isn't a flashback, you're like pretty good. <laughs> there wasn't very, very few flashbacks in this ones in this one. Yeah. Um, but they, they weren't good. 
They weren't good. Uh, we got to get I, James Remar on the show and be like, we don't like dude, any of your material. <laughs> Sorry. Dude, like, come on. <laughs> That's not yeah. that he's doing wrong, but. It's funny because James Remar is also yeah, uh, BSG, which is not OK. It's not nerdy like the way The Office makes it sound. It's actually a very, very good show. Okay. It's not just like a, it's not just like a space pew, pew, pew. It's not. It's it, very character driven. Great story. Okay. James Remar James Remar comes on as a guest appearance. It is just horrible. Oh really? <laughs> His character sucks, and oh, it's just no. like, and you're just like, oh god, I hate this guy so much. <laughs> Someone's got to write him a good role at and that, some point. In his I career. know, I know. <sighs> I, I I felt bad because I was like, oh, James Remar's on the show, and but it's like, nah. It was just like one of those. Swing and a miss. Um, I'll t- I'm going to talk about that a little bit too with Dexter. Just like okay. the sway- swing and miss. Like, I think that the what's holding me back from saying these are perfect episodes or great episodes is that they're still struggling to get these secondary characters enough engaging material. And I think that the material itself can be engaging. They're not giving us enough time with any of it. And when it, yeah. and when it's and when it's good, I find myself wanting more of it. But it's a it's just, the show is about Dexter, and he takes up what seventy five percent of the yeah. screen time. So if you're giving Dexter and Michael C. Hall seventy five percent, and it's about him, it's a show about Dexter. I get that, right? But like then they try to make it this like spin of an ensemble show, and they and you have Maria, Angel, and Dokes. You know, yeah. I mean, De- Deb is fine. She's a good like number two character. She's fine. Yeah. Yeah. They but these other, th- these other three, it's just like if we're gonna give them these like character moments and these beats, like I want, I either want more of it or I want, I don't want to say less Dexter because, you know, they only have so much time. So it's right. a, it's kind of, it's kind of a catch twenty two of like, what what the showrunners were trying to do, what they were trying to write, and I thought that the two mini scenes. Two out of the three scenes from these secondary characters were actually really good, really well acted, mm-hmm. but it just wasn't enough of it. It was two two three minutes of screen time. That's where that's where I'm held back and giving these this episode like a higher ranking. Okay, I think that's fair. I don't know why I tend to remember the show does a little bit better as we progress at does featuring okay. these these secondary characters i could be wrong because in the past i've never done a deep dive on dexter before so i think it's like forcing us to look at it through a different lens you know those those secondary characters were always entertaining but when you stop to really like study the analytics Mm -hmm. behind it like Mm -hmm. i could see what you're saying that like they're just not really fleshed out enough not yet at least but like their, but their acting and like the actual material could be good. Yeah, that's what's frustrating. Yeah. So what do you say we dive into this? And then there's Lundy. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I like food. <laughs> Lundy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> of all the characters that are see through, I would say he is the most <laughs> see through. Yeah. Not only because so. of his pasty skin tone. <laughs> But also, uh, he's he wears his emotions on his uh, out there on, on his, his face, on his face, <laughs> yeah. and in his in his stomach where his food goes. So <laughs> that is where his food goes. Yeah, that's where his food goes, and then out his butt. Yep. 
That's usually how it works. Science. <laughs> uh, anything you want to mention about the writing, the directing? Um, I'm not sure if I remember Nick Gomez as a director before or Scott Buck as the main so. writer. I okay. think they might. Maybe they were part of the, the collaboration and some of the... I know like the end of season one had some... Uh, like the team of writers kind of came together, but this had a different feel to it. So I think uh, maybe this might have been a, for a directorial debut or I'm not sure. But okay. again, some good, some bad. Yeah, I think a lot of a lot of really short scenes, it feels like. Yeah, like a lot of like, short scenes, short scenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because looking at my notes here, I usually like chunk them into scenes, but it's like uh -huh. I have like two lines and then another two lines. And it's like it just jumps all over the place. So. Episode four see through begins with Dexter um, at Rita's house and he's reading. I, is it a newspaper? I don't know. Uh -huh. Okay. Nope. Um, and we're into week three of the Bay Harbor Butcher investigation. So he's reading about it. Meanwhile, Rita is scrubbing the floor under his feet because mommy is coming. <laughs> yep. Uh, so this is the for a, a new character we're about to be introduced to. This is Gail, and apparently we don't meet her yet in this opening scene. But apparently Rita and her her mom Gail didn't really end on good terms. Gail didn't really get along with with Paul, but like nobody got along with Paul, so I guess that makes sense. I guess she like has been MIA and hasn't really been a part of her grandchildren growing up. So maybe Rita like resents her for that. Uh, but anyway. I guess because Paul's dead, Gail is like, "All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna come hang out." Yeah, um, yeah, like that guy's that guy's dead. Okay, cool, coming to visit. Yeah, I, I do question the timing with like um, Rita just finding out that her new boyfriend is also um, an addict. So it's like, is this really the best time for your mom to come meet the new guy? And he's yeah. like just starting to go to NA and like anonymous meetings and trying to get clean. I don't know, but. Here we are. <laughs> yeah, like, call me when Dexter's done with step 12, and then you can come over. But too soon, I think. She probably just feels like uh, they're they're estranged, right? You know, a yeah. little bit. Yeah. And she hasn't been around, maybe because she wasn't uncom was uncomfortable around Paul, or I don't know. Yeah, he probably, but... like, like, slapped furniture and, like, <laughs> punched cups right in front of her. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Another like little part of this storyline is that um, Cody it has been like having these bad dreams and these fears about the Bay Harbor Butcher, which is an interesting little twist here because Dexter obviously is the Bay Harbor Butcher mm -hmm. and someone that Cody really like looks up to and enjoys and loves. You know, that there's a lot of back and forth between these characters like Rita and her mom eventually, and Dexter and Cody all talking about, like, in this episode, that there's this monster out there, and Dexter kind of trying to reassure the family that, like, the monster supposedly only kills bad people, and he won't hurt yeah. you, Cody. So th that's definitely, like, a dynamic in this, um, where Dexter can kind of see, he obviously knows his own side of things, but he can see the other side of things, the the mm -hmm. the fear that he pulls out of like random people mm -hmm. as this monster i love the little tidbits of like the the folks out there that that are like on his side as yeah. the bay harbor butcher and like 
Yeah. And Cody starts the episode as like being terrified of him and Dexter reassures him like he only goes after bad guys like you're safe. And yeah, definitely a cool moment. Probably like the the best material we've had with like him and the kids <laughs> so far. Yes. Because <laughs> it's like relevant to the show. And yeah, a cool moment at the end of this scene here where <laughs> Rita's like really pissed off and she's like, I can't believe there's a monster out there scaring my kids. Like, I hope they hurt him. When they find him, I hope they fucking kill him. And then she, like, kisses Dexter and she's like, have a good day. (laughs) Which is really cool. And he goes, make up your mind. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that was good. Yeah, the show does a really good job, like, towing that line. Dexter's inner monologue was really funny this episode. All right, so let's cut to At Work. Dexter feels like everyone is like looking and talking about him. He's starting to feel a little paranoid. In slow motion. In slow motion, because why not? So it makes it even more intense. Yeah. yeah. It's just like it's just like ra- random people like in the office also that are just like slowly turning, <laughs> like just looking yeah. at Dexter in his lab. But they're not even really looking at him. He just perceives that they are in slow yeah. motion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i hate it when i show up for work and everybody looks at me in slow motion i know isn't that frustrating it's really annoying yeah it's almost like like you did something wrong but i'm trying to get this day rolling here can you speed it up (laughs) (laughs) all my students do that to me every day so oh god that must be horrible yeah imagine 120 13 year olds slow motion looking at you no i don't want them in regular motion no i know you don't no (laughs) i know you don't I don't know how you guys do it. My wife's a teacher too. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not for, uh, not for me. It's tiring, but no, yeah. it's not for you. Definitely not for you. Yeah. So Lundy says that he makes some announcement here that um, of the eighteen victims of the Bay Harbor butcher that were like dug up in the bags, thirteen out of the eighteen of them were either tried or suspected of murder. So mm-hmm. this is definitely the pattern that Deborah pointed out. It was either last episode or two episodes ago that the Bay Harbor Witcher only kills bad people, but there are still five of the 18 that they really can't find anything on. And this is like, I it seems like a big, important conversation here. And Pascal, like, leaves <laughs> because... Well, Crunch is in there and he, in he's there. like, oh, it's, it's, it's organized crime. And Lundy's immediately like, no, dude, it's not. <laughs> it's not you don't know anything. <laughs> You really don't know anything. Like, why is it? Why is he here? You have Pascal. You have Lundy. Like, what is he? What is his job in this? Like, walk around and like belittle Spanish women. It seems like pretty much. Yeah. Wait, you want? You think he's gonna be (laughs) little Spanish women? No, 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 belittle. Oh, okay. (laughs) He's not gonna like transform into little Spanish women. Today, I'm gonna be a different little Spanish woman. <laughs> no, no, I got you. He, like he's if, gonna like belittle if, them. No, yeah, but that would be okay. funny to see, like Captain Crunch, like split into eight little Spanish women. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like Lundy. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just like running around. <laughs> it's like Lundy and the eight like Spanish dwarfs or something. It's, oh God, it's no Lundy and the Spanish dwarfs. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's that didn't take long. Are. That did not take long, no. <laughs> Crunch, I'd like you to take your little your seven little Spanish dwarves and get out of my office. <laughs> not organized crime. No, it's not organized crime. And Crunch also wants to like go public with the news that the Bay Harbor 
Bay Harbor Butcher only kills bad people. And yeah. Lundy's like, I don't know if I want to do that. Yeah. Lundy's like, fuck that, dude. Yeah. And Deborah's like, yeah, no. Like, didn't you learn from last time to stop, like, going to the media immediately? Because we, like, especially when we don't really know that much. Ladies and gentlemen, the Bay Harbor Butcher. <laughs> it's Neil uh, Perry. Those are, just, <laughs> those are just seven little Spanish women. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Snow Lundy and the seven Spanish dwarves. Ah, uh, who told you to all those cameras? <laughs> Just in that room. <laughs> There's something about Lundy that just makes it so tempting for us to like fly off the handle real quick. <laughs> well, he's, uh, he's he's not like as uh, he's not as intense and intimidating as we were made to believe. No, from the he's, slow motion walk, he's. He's kind of like a sweet guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's sweet. He's nerdy. And he, but he is yeah. really good at his job. And we're probably going to see a more intense version of him as the show gets more intense. Um, sure. I couldn't remember. <laughs> I so, have no idea. <laughs> Masuka, in the meantime, runs in to that meeting and says that he has a huge break in the Bay Harbor Butcher case. He also tells Dexter, like, as he's running in, he's like holding up this manila folder. Plants. Yeah. What? <laughs> Plants. plants plants yeah that's the break the break is plants i have plants um, yeah that's the break but he also like so he's holding this folder right and then he tells dexter and then he yeah. runs in and dexter's like this is i don't understand but um i think it was just a vehicle to like move the lila plot forward but he's like all right i, I gotta go i gotta go see my sponsor but like Masuka has something in there that could break this thing wide open and you're going to leave? Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. I think that's stupid. I think that's like, I would have at least tried to see what was in the folder. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like, like just walk like go in, in there. Because, yeah. 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 Like, go in there. Yeah. Just walk in there because you work. Go in there and make sure they're not like, oh, it's Dexter. <laughs> right. It's just like a picture of Dexter in a folder. <laughs> like holding up some plants. <laughs> These are my cactuses. These yeah. are my rock algaes. Yeah. <laughs> it's just him posing with a body, like putting the rocks. Yeah. For some reason. What was in that folder? Just like a piece of paper that said algae on it? Probably. Or a so you, can't put, yeah. you can't put algae in a manila folder. It would get kind of gross. You just, you just pull out a piece of paper. It just says algae on it. Yeah. It just okay. says algae. <laughs> I don't know. even know how to spell algae. A-L-G-A-E. Yeah. You did it. Good job. Yeah, Masuka probably did like made a little picture like algae orgy. <laughs> probably <laughs> a bunch yeah. of plants like doing each other <laughs> <laughs> on a piece of paper. But Dexter doesn't find out that it's algae yet because he's going to go to Lila's house of horrors. He's going to do that. First. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck is going on here. <laughs> so <laughs> Dexter arrives at uh, Lila's apartment. <laughs> she uh, what I wrote is she's lighting statues on fire. <laughs> Um, she has like mannequin body parts, like eating each other. That's her whole house, pretty much. She's got this loft, but then like, so you could see the loft, but then underneath that is just like a big, huge pile of statue parts. Yeah. Mannequin statue parts that are like welded together. Welded. Yeah. Yes. Right. They're being welded together. Yeah. Okay. If you had to spend one night at. Neil Perry's house or Lila's apartment? <laughs> Which one would you pick? 
Or the body's tent. No, definitely not the body's tent. <laughs> um, I think I think Lila's apartment would definitely take the cake. Yeah. Not not only would I pretend I was a mannequin and just pose in that pile, <laughs> but she's got, like other than the pile of garbage, I think she has a nice apartment. <laughs> okay. It seems like most of her apartment is covered by like trash statues. Yeah, <laughs> that are welded together. At least it's not a trailer with like stuffed right. animals, though. Yeah, that would smell worse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think based so, on smell alone, I would just I would I would opt to go for Lila's apartment. Also, I mean, it would smell a little fiery, but otherwise, yeah, but I could deal with that. Yeah, that's true. Better than animals, and I wrote that she's welding someone's asshole to someone else's face. <laughs> yeah, I think that's pretty accurate. <laughs> Like, but. how do you know when the butthole ends and the <laughs> mouth hole begins? That's art. That's there is art. a movie out there, The Human Centipede. Oh. I strongly recommend you never watch it. Yeah, I hear that's disgusting <laughs> and horrifying. <laughs> I want no part of that. It's probably Lila's favorite movie, though. Dexter, oh. have you seen The Human Centipede? It's my inspiration for these statues. It's when one butthole goes into someone else's <laughs> mouth hole. That was a little Australian. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I, I wasn't prepared for the British accent. So she says, all right. She takes Dexter, her shirt off. Give me a minute. And she gets naked. That's like, this is your third time meeting him. But okay. Yeah. She got the back um, turned toward him, but still. Yeah. And she says like, all right, we're going to go get um, our, I need more art supplies. So come with me. So <laughs> they go to Michael's and um, <laughs> no. <laughs> Can you tell me where aisle three is? I'm looking for pom-poms. <laughs> I need pipe cleaners, please, so I can clean out the asshole before I weld it. <laughs> they don't go to Michael's. In fact, the art no. store is driving over trash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Lila's a really shitty driver. And um, I don't know. Maybe she thinks she's in England and she keeps driving on the left side of the road. <laughs> <laughs> but she's running over mailboxes and like i wrote that she drove into a pillar of horse <laughs> yep wouldn't she be in the passenger seat though if she thought she was in england she doesn't yeah yeah she doesn't know where she is i think no she has no idea i put she crashes into a horse stick yeah. oh i wrote pillar of horse but they're both <laughs> but good they're same both thing good. yeah she's gonna need to glue that thing to someone's asshole in her <laughs> studio <laughs> I need to make a horse pogo stick. <laughs> um, one, one of the like underlying, I guess, recurring themes to Lila's character is that she enjoys the heat. She keeps saying that a lot. She likes being yeah. outside. Um, yep. She's literally like welding assholes together um, yep. using fire. She like imagines how the whole world could explode at any moment. She like keeps saying all of these like visuals about fire and heat and yep yeah this is definitely planting the seeds for something later on she's got like a little pyro thing going on right yeah well we still don't know what her addiction is right R right we don't so there's that piece anyway she's driving is like it, a maniac she addicted to fire i don't remember that at all i don't know I, yeah no i don't know no spoilers i didn't even know that was a real addiction but well isn't I mean, that a pyromaniac yeah, but it's not like a pyropath. It's not like a... There's no... <laughs> I 
Like, I don't think it's like a. There's no a need, pyro anonymous. I don't think there's a need for concern. It's like, just like, don't light shit on fire. Like, I don't well, know. yeah, but what if you're addicted to it? You know, it's I a disease. It's a disease. I've gone to pyros anonymous many times. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hi, my name's Mike. Hey, Mike. <laughs> I am. A... I'm here because I just I lit this pillar of horse on fire. Um, it's really becoming a problem in my life. I mean, maybe it is a real thing. And to anyone that's addicted <laughs> to being know. a pyro, I apologize. I've not. Yeah. Me I don't mean to make light of your no. of your addiction. So they're driving around erratically. Lila's basically crashing into anything she can. <laughs> Um, and she, whatever she crashes into, she like gathers it and puts it in the trunk. <laughs> and the, yeah. Well, they go steal like a whole bunch of wind chimes from somebody else. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And Dexter's like, yeah, like, dude, like I work for the cops. Like I'm not really down with stealing. Yeah. And she's like, yeah. She's like, flash your badge if somebody catches us. And he's, and like, he's like, I got a laminate. Yeah. <laughs> and I can actually, I can't do shit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, this um, was weird. This was just weird. Like her collecting art from yeah. stealing garbage. I don't know. I mean, it's planting the seed that she's really an erratic character Person. that's yeah. all over the place. Um, but I do think that she has a place for where Dexter is going to go in his life. You know, like they're showing the fact that she has basically no inhibitions. Yes. And and his whole thing is that he hides his like right. true self. So she's trying right. to sort of pull that out, right? I get the sense of like her just like not giving a fuck. Like yeah. like you you don't even know who you are. Like you want my help, you're going to have to like tell me shit. And like I don't fucking care what it is, but and he's he cannot wrap his head around like if she knew what I was, you know, how would she react? Right. And he starts right. to kind of like maybe she wouldn't react in a negative way. Well, that's what the, I think that's what this episode is all about is the transformation from, you know, him believing he has to keep his true self yep. locked up. And then as this episode progresses, Lila starts to show him hints of like, you know, seeing people behind the curtain and not being afraid of it. And it's right. encouragement for him to like. Hey, maybe there are people out there, even though I killed my brother, even maybe there are <laughs> other people out there who would accept me. Oh, it's totally cool, Dexter. Oh, you killed your brother? All right. <laughs> Can I have his butthole? <laughs> I got to put it in my art. No, he's the guy that draws on buttholes. Oh, sorry. Oh, <laughs> see? Both of them like art butt. I mean, they they do. They both oh, like yeah. butt art. Yeah. They do, they do look like butt art. So they go to, so they're done with the uh, the art store of collecting garbage in the neighborhood. Yes, got some good shit. I got some good. I shit. like this episode. Like you could, like feel the temperature. Like I guess yeah. they're in the middle of like a really big heat wave, and yes, there's a lot of times where like just un they're the characters are uncomfortable, and you could just tell that they're the heat is like a metaphor for like what they're feeling, and yeah, it's pretty yes. cool. It is yeah. really cool. And I guess at the end of this meeting, if you want to call it that, between Dexter and his sponsor. Um, she asks, like, why he uses, and he says, it's just a part of who I am. Um, and then she says, all right, well, Dexter, meet Dexter. She he does shakes also, his own hand. Yeah, yeah <laughs> shakes his hand. And she says, you're going to tell me your deepest, darkest secrets. You sound like that professor from Harry Potter. Which one? 
<laughs> Wimblewolf. I don't know. <laughs> Wimblewolf? I don't know any of their names. I man. The one that's not a dude. It, like Professor the older Wimblewarf. lady. The, the old lady with glasses. McGonagall? There you go. <laughs> that's what I was going for. Yeah. Lyle, yeah. Tell me your deepest, darkest <laughs> secrets. That was better. That's better. Yeah. She needs a little rasp, right? A little bit. I think I was too like proper, maybe. <laughs> We're gonna get our first flashback here when she says, Tell me your deepest, darkest secrets. Flashback to Doris, who we don't really see much of. She is basically confiding in Harry that there's something off about Dexter. And Harry has been trying to sort of mask that. He obviously knows that something's off. So they, I guess, decide they're going to take Dexter in for some sort of like psychiatric evaluation. Is, right? is that what it is? Or like a school counselor? I couldn't tell if it was. I think, no, I think it's like outside of school. I think it's like, yeah. I feel like it's something that the mom is forcing Harry to force Dexter to do. So they mm, have to like okay. do it. Yeah. Because yeah. Harry would never voluntarily be like, Dexter, we're going to go do this. Right. Right, no. So that's why they needed Doris in this episode. So we that's like we only get a really, really tiny little snippet of the flashbacks. This was the first time I was kind of like, do we really need these flashbacks anymore? I know James Remar, great, like he's a character. And like, no spoilers, but kind of spoilers because it's not really a big deal. Doesn't he become more of like a ghost that he can see and and not really a flashback? Yes, yes. Okay. It okay. becomes kind of like a conscience in a yeah. sense. Okay. So but for me, like I'm ready, I'm ready for him to make that switch because these are just like, these flashbacks are just spewing out the same kind of shit every. Yeah. yeah like something's like off with Dexter. Yeah. Like there's no, <laughs> As like, a kid, yeah. And this is where I'd rather them take up that time and like give Dokes another three minutes or. Yeah. Or Maria or yeah. Like this oh, is yeah. what I would scratch is I, I don't need, I don't need the flashbacks. But again, I don't know, because I like it with the theme of like the see through the whole idea of like, he's been trained his whole life to like, even to doctors, like just tell lies, just like mask right. yourself. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I see. I see. It, but I see both ways. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, Dexter is called in uh, to a crime scene. LaGuardia is there. She says that some woman named Alicia Barnes is a gunshot victim. Her husband, Curtis Barnes, is nowhere to be found. On the During the investigation, Dexter sees that um, it looks, it appears that there's two gunshots, but it's actually three um, mm -hmm. because the two gunshots were like in his chest, in Alicia's chest were so close together that it looked like one. And then there's also one to the head. And then Dokes immediately recognizes this and says, she was yeah. Mozambiqued. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Triple tapped. But triple tapped so it turns out that curtis barnes is a uh, in special ops and has a a about you know a history with dokes yes i don't know really they don't really go into what capacity they were like when they toured together or whatnot but he knows them yeah and they were both they were both rangers rangers yeah we don't get much more than that the fact that they were both rangers but apparently there's supposed to be some sort of mutual respect between anyone that's a ranger Right. So that's something that's going to, um, you know, call Dokes' loyalty into question a little bit later. Yeah. But he, yep. he says, I'm going to take the lead on this one because look where it is like, we're in your world now, James. <laughs> yeah, we're you are, you. motherfucker. <laughs> Get me a task force. Mozambique people. 
<laughs> People that have been Mozambiqued. <laughs> no, he's on a one-man task force for this one. He is. But one thing I do want to point out about this scene is that the interactions between Dexter and Dokes have definitely changed ever yeah. since Dokes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like found out that he's in there. He's at uh, N.A. Dokes is actually pleasant-ish to Dexter for the first time that we've seen, which kind I of. don't. I don't think it lasts long. Well, in... uh, not really. He's he's like, don't get smug with me, asshole. He, yeah, but like that's normal jokes, you know. That's like nice. To, that's like that's nice, nice jokes. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, thanks, James. <laughs> I love you too, buddy. <laughs> We're gonna cut now to the task force, full gear, walking into the people tent. They got their smocks on. <laughs> they yeah. Everyone put on a smock. Everyone has a smock. Yep. Today we're gonna paint a picture of a vase. You got your smock, and everyone's got two brushes. Everybody pick. Everybody pick a body. Yeah. So there's the five bodies that don't have prison records or criminal or right. anything like that. Um, right. The task force is each. They're each gonna like claim one of those bodies, and then you know do a deep dive and find out if the broken body parts was a killer or not. Deborah. I'd like you on this arm. <laughs> <laughs> this feels a little like dodgeball, like a draft, like a like they're drafting in gym for dodgeball. Yeah. And Lundy's like, well, this guy's a lefty, but this guy doesn't have a rib cage, so you make your choice, Deborah. <laughs> this is Oscar Soda. He's Angel's missing like, four Dibs. limbs. <laughs> the, can we talk about Angel real quick and how all of a sudden he's not on in the cosmic universe of insanity anymore <laughs> yeah no, there's no mention to why no. this switch happened no. at all no he just came back <laughs> maybe he just did some like really bad acid or something yeah he was tripping for like the first two weeks <laughs> i mean <laughs> they should have sh- honestly they should have showed us like in the ve- in the first episode <laughs> just him like just snorting some like really bad <laughs> lsd <laughs> I mean, that's really the only explanation because, yeah, it's all just gone. It's just yeah, gone. It's gone. He's like, <laughs> he's like, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to take on this guy. He's this face right here. Yeah. He really likes Oscar business. Soda's face. So Deborah says, uh, oh, so they're like talking about all the bodies. And Deborah points out that like, you don't kill this many people because it's a chore. You do it because you like it, which is pretty significant because this is a lot of bodies and she's right. This isn't something that like, Oh, I got to kill again. I mean, it, it is kind of with Dexter, but he would be lying to himself if he didn't admit that he liked it. Right. Yeah. Um, Are they at 18? Is that the count right now? 18. Okay. Yep. Five of them with no records, 13 of them with records, four of them with no penis. Five. <laughs> Five of them with smocks. Five smocks, four penises, <laughs> three ribs. And Lundy's got a box of donuts for some ring toss. <laughs> nope. <laughs> we are not revisiting that plot line. Dexter, I'd like... <laughs> Deborah, I've got rigamortis. I'd like you to... <laughs> I'd like you to toss a Boston cream on that dong over there. <laughs> it's Oscar Soda's penis. I'd like you to just aim for the cock. <laughs> So we're going to cut back to uh, Dokes in the airport. Airport? Nope. <laughs> Dokes in the no. office? He's in a place. 
<laughs> no, he's literally where he works. What's it called? Precinct. Okay. There you go. All yeah. right. He's telling LaGuardia that he and Barnes were both Rangers. All three, uh, Dexter says that all three shots were fired in less than a second, which is pretty crazy. All three gunshots. And then uh, Lieutenant Pascal calls Dexter in, into her office because this character can't get any worse. And yeah, oh my God. She tells Dexter to run a test on a shirt <laughs> because it smells like a woman. And what is that? He's like, I do blood, lady. <laughs> He's like, lavender, okay? Yeah. Like, can I go? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is warm vanilla sugar. <laughs> They've really just done their their best at burying this character into this one-dimensional... Like, it's horrible. It's horrible. Like a, a fish that was like taken out of the ocean and is just literally flopping around yeah. for four episodes. And then this one, someone steps on it. Yeah. And then Dexter points Pascal in Masuka's direction... Because he wants to overburden Masuka with a bunch of nonsense so yeah. Masuka can stop tracking Dexter down, basically. Yeah. Is this when she goes ape shit on him, or is that later? I think that's later. I think that's <laughs> okay. later. But that's that's an amazing scene. An amazingly terrible scene. Yeah, it's so bad. <laughs> she, she, like, throws the folder at Masuka. It's so good. Probably it's like, this... lavender. It's yeah. just, like, like, what else do you want me to say? Algae! And she, like, throws the... <laughs> Throws the folder at him. Uh, <laughs> Even if you could like pick up a smell, you can't connect a person to a scent. So yeah, Masuka's gonna like, be like, "This was this was bought three years ago at Macy's." Um, <laughs> here's all the women that shopped at Macy's on March fourth. Uh, that's kind of what Pascal's looking for here. He's like, yeah. she's, she's she's like gone. Desperate. She's gone off the deep end. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yep. Yeah. Oh, I thought we were doing the song part. <laughs> no, I just literally oh, okay, like, okay. That. <laughs> I really like that line. Uh, damn, that would have been good though for this. <laughs> yeah. So real quick, Angel's wearing a a brown black fedora and an orange shirt for the first half of this episode. It feels very autumn. It's very autumn. It should be. It's, yeah, it doesn't really go with the heat theme. No. But it looks a little close to the shirt that Lundy made fun of him about. So I don't know. It's a questionable choice. But he is he does have the smock on, so it's all right. Wait, Angel has a smock? Yeah, oh, yeah. he's got a smock. Yeah, he's in, yeah, he's in, yeah, he's in art class with the rest of them. Yeah. Yeah. He's painting yeah. a vase. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna cut now back to the the Rita household. She's ripping up lettuce. Lo and behold, her mom sneaks up behind her. Here she is. Gail Hailstorm. And Gail um, Hailstorm. that name ring a bell to you is officer doofy there too yeah. <laughs> how many times did i tell you to stop sticking your dick in the vacuum <laughs> i told you not to disturb me when i'm cleaning my room <laughs> Any chance that we can get to make references to scary <laughs> movies, we're going to do it. <laughs> Gail is uh, imme- immediately a Karen. Like, immediately. She yes. Oh, yep. God. Like, she's Very so judgy. unlikable. Yep. Yeah. Really judgy. She's like, 
very snooty too like highbrow it's like you're ripping that lettuce all wrong reader yeah you must rip it in a different way and her face says it all for sure yeah i mean she says like all these years without an invitation like she's dropping little comments like that to make rita feel guilty but meanwhile she wasn't there for rita when rita was going through what she went through with paul so there's this he said she said pointing blame at each other actually she said she said And she's like, yeah, she said, she said, and she's she said like, she oh, said that's what she said. that And, is what she said and she goes, I'm making up for lost time. And um I think she's just on the show to be unliked. I get that sense like immediately. yeah and i think also to just another person to push the walls closer in on dexter i think Yep. Yep. speaking of that dexter walks in he is kind of excited to meet gail because he said like his voiceover says that he is usually good with parents voiceover also says that the key is He's to alien. think of parents as aliens <laughs> from distant universes yeah. that's when i pictured like like where's angel when you need him like I know. He would have been all over this shit. hey You're like, gail whoa, just whoa imagine her with antenna coming out of her head. <laughs> <laughs> you have customs that are unrecognizable to me <laughs> I want to um go out in the world and try to do that too. When I meet people, it's like we're just in my in my mind space. Pretend that they're aliens when I'm talking to them. Yeah, See just if like I'm poke them slowly. <laughs> see if I'm nicer. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, Uh, yeah, I don't maybe that'll help your social skills. Who knows? I mean, I'm good with my in-laws. No, you have So you have really good yeah. social skills, but maybe in general that's what people need. But like, if I'm in the mood to not be around people, which a lot of times I am, that's why my job is. pretty much independent solo which i love Yeah. so like those days where i'm just like i don't want to talk to anybody you know i don't want to like deal with these managers i'm going to uh, consciously try to think of them as aliens this week and see see what happens I think you should try it out. i'm going to and If I'll you let try you know how it, it goes yeah, if you try it, I'll try it with my students. yeah but you gotta like keep that up for a while i can like just try one Oh, that's and true. then if And then if I start poking them in the face and it gets weird, you know, I'll be like, okay, You don't maybe have to this see is, them again, yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> true. Okay. I love his, uh, his like inner monologues here when he's Yeah. like, your fibers are Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, I love when the I voiceover have the Lord with goes. the power in my hands. It's like, oh, Albadonzo, <laughs> how'd you get in there? what would you do if Gail's like, you like remarried? I mean, like Rita's dad was gone and like, that was the guy. <laughs> Oh, she remarried a... Just like, this is my new husband, Jimmy. Jimmy Sencio <laughs> is her new husband. yeah. <laughs> Oh, Cause my he never God. got him. That's true. That's He true. never got him. Maybe Oh, Gail... oh. <laughs> I have the one with the salad in my hands. Do you, Midori Sour, take Gail Hailstorm to be your lawfully wedded wife? That Ah, <laughs> I do. That would have been such an awesome twist and like, would have been cool. and so ridiculous. And I would have been all for it. Yeah, I would have he loved every, he never would would have have, known that it was Dexter. yeah, but Dexter would know it was him. And he'd be like, Yeah. fuck, it's Jimmy. <laughs> What's Jimmy Osensio doing here? <laughs> Did I just I guess call him he's Jimmy my Osensio new again? Jimmy Osensio. He sounds like from the Ninja Turtles. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> What are we talking Jimmy about? Jimmy Osensio. That's not Ninja Turtles at all, is it? Michelangelo, Leonardo, Oh, is that Jimmy Splinter? Osensio. You're Splinter Yeah, right now? I'm Splinter. I'm Splinter. Okay.
right. I'm not Krang. Krang's like, how? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and sounds like he like put like 14 jawbreakers in his mouth at once and he's trying to swallow them. <laughs> this is relevant because Dexter's thinking of her as an alien, so it's all relevant. That's the only this reason all... why we're talking about this. Yes. Shredder! Got the turtles! <laughs> <That's a golem. laughs> that sounds like Gollum. Swallow. Krang, it's okay. Just swallow the jawbreakers. What's going on now? So aliens, yes. He's, <laughs> Dexter's strategy with parents is to treat them like aliens. Like right off the bat, if you are not in on good terms with your daughter and grandchildren, you haven't seen them, are you really going to start criticizing Cody who's like not eating his food? Like night one, she's like, I see a young man who's not eating. Like, shut up, Gail. Yeah. yeah. Gail sucks. Gail sucks. Gail's like the Gail's like the parent you don't want to meet, like the like it's like if you're dating someone new and like that was the parent, you'd be like, oh fuck. Um, like seriously. And Cody's like not having a good day. Like he no. he said he was bad today and he's nervous because the Bay Harbor Butcher hurts bad people. And he said he threw a ball at Tommy Alvarez. So I guess Cody's next. I and Dexter reassures him again. He's like, no, yeah. that's not that bad. Right. Yeah. And then, as we, the viewer, have gotten so used to hating Gail immediately in this first interaction, Gail says that everyone should leave the Bay Harbor Butcher alone and that he's got her seal of approval. And so Dexter's voiceover is like, oh, perhaps I have misjudged you, <laughs> oh, wise one, or some <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> Shredder! <laughs> Finish your salad! <laughs> I'm a brain! Right? Isn't Krang a brain? He is a brain, yeah. Is he a brain inside a body? Like inside well, he, like a stomach he built, of a body? Yeah, I think he like built that body to like move him around because he's just like a brain. So like he controls that body. Got but it. the body doesn't have like personality think, no <laughs> no okay all right i remember us like kicking the shit out of that like body when we had like ninja turtle action figures i don't know what you're talking about this was only you we had ninja turtle action i know figures. i'm just kidding we did we definitely <laughs> did we collected them we kicked the shit out of that thing yeah i think we took the little brain out of the stomach and then just like threw it around and we had like the pizza thrower like the car that shot pizzas out of it all right, you then. I'll be the bull. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> anyway, Deborah is still at the at the precinct or airport, as I like to refer to it as, and she checks off one of the five um, as a killer. So like they're sort of you know notching it down yeah. now that there's only four left that we need to prove our killers. Deborah is like making small talk with Lundy and saying like uh what are you what are you doing tonight i could have made that up and lundy's like <laughs> i gotta i i've got a, a social appointment deborah uh I'm we're gonna, gonna go get, get food i'm gonna, gonna get go food. get food yeah i really like food if you didn't know <laughs> i like food we're gonna make tea and then we're gonna f- <laughs> <laughs> 
just gonna don't put a donut on my bong. Yes, my dong. <laughs> on your bong. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole different type of setup. <laughs> uh, we're gonna smoke some weed, and she's gonna put a donut on my bong. <laughs> I heard something about hanging brain from the last scene. Yeah, from Krang. <laughs> something about Krang. <laughs> so. <laughs> Lando, go back to the house for us. <laughs> oh my god. Lundy uh recommends that Deborah should make more time for social things as dates. well. For dates. dates. And that's it. That's it for that scene. But she, you know, we're on the edge of our seat to find out how Lundy's date's gonna go tonight. Is he gonna is he gonna get lucky? Lucky Lundy. This was this is like the weakest plot of the episode. You think? Yeah. Probably. Yeah, it was up there. It was up there. But they had to and they had to make him more of a human and less of just a I've got a social appointment. It's like all right, I'm an you're ninety two. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm playing mahjong with a with a neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> so later in the evening at Rita's house, we're back there. Rita asks if Dexter's doing okay, and he admits to her that he saw his sponsor at lunch. So as we ended episode three, we saw that Rita is a little put off by the fact that Dexter's sponsor is an attractive Hot. woman yeah. and not a fat slob. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's like, and, are you uh, sure there aren't any fat slobs there you could switch to? <laughs> yeah, so she uh, Dexter does tell her like that Lila is a little odd and plays loose with the 12 steps and that like it's her first time being a sponsor. And so Rita, yeah, she, she collects, suggests she collects trash and oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It's she just, just what... like collected <laughs> a pillar of horse. <laughs> Not sure she's the right fit for this whole relationship. No, and that's when Rita's like, maybe you should find someone who's a little more manly. Do you know what Dwayne the Rock Johnson is up to? <laughs> maybe he can be your sponsor. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that could work. We cut now to Deborah at the gym. She's probably got Lundy's um, advice resonating. She spots the guy that tried to wrap her wrist a couple of episodes ago. Mm-hmm. And um, it's Gabriel. This is Gabriel. The children of Gabriel. Yes, this is the children of Gabriel. But it's not children. It's just one man. Just one guy. One guy named Gabriel. And um, he remembers Deborah as the girl who doesn't like tape. Yep. So they bang. <laughs> So, well, before they do that, <laughs> Deborah invites him out for a drink. And as soon as she does, we cut to the bedroom. And yeah. that's it. They're just going to town. She puts handcuffs on him. <laughs> my, my, the last time I had sex, the guy tried to kill me. Yeah. <laughs> and he doesn't even respond to that at all. So, no reaction. I don't know. Normal dude would. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whatever. Sure. This is happening. So as she needs, she gets she needs to get the angry sex out of the way and like yeah, she really does. This is just the one to like get over the trauma. Like yes, the, yeah. And she's not exactly hiding it. <laughs> no, but like it's I all mean, it over makes, her face. But it makes sense. Like it does. If you're if you're gonna do it, just rip off the bandaid and just yeah. Yep. Rip off that yep. mean bandaid. So uh, it. The situation gets a little weirder when her brother walks into the room. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa! I guess guess he thinks that she's on the treadmill because he hears like the 
the bang. <laughs> and yeah, uh, but like a treadmill, like sound and like bed squeaking are very different sounds. Like he should be a little bit better. Like he's detective E. Like he should know the difference. Maybe he thought she mean? was like doing jumping jacks on the bed. Like stop yeah. jumping on the bed. Oh, oh. sorry, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> you're not jumping. <laughs> Something different. That's your butthole. That's just a butt. <laughs> Saw that earlier at Lila's. Hey, have you met have you met Lila? Can you <laughs> she might want to glue you to something? <laughs> hey, both of you actually. Come on. Yeah, yeah. We're come go on, to come Lila's. On. Yeah. Yeah. You Grab keep some your trash. mouth open. Yeah. <laughs> keep your mouth open. <laughs> Grab some garbage. Yeah. Yeah. Get it. <laughs> yeah, cool. All right. Um Lila. Here's some people. Let's glue them together. Yeah, glue. <laughs> glue these people together and then light them on fire, okay? The next morning, it's super awkward. I don't know it where is. Gabriel went. I think he just vanished. But um, <laughs> I guess he didn't say it, stay the night. I don't know. But Dexter... Um, maybe he's is... still handcuffed to the bed this whole time. Maybe. Maybe the whole time Help! they're at work. Yeah. <laughs> No, Lila's just in there, like, taking pictures of his open, <laughs> gaping mouth. So this is Dexter's opportunity to, like, I guess pry and find out what Masuka's big break was. So he asks his sister. He's trying to be as nonchalant as possible. She reveals to him that it was the microscopic algae that was right. in, in the hefty bags. And that Masuka can use the algae to pinpoint at which harbor the, the killer keeps his boat. Right. And, so, and I asked the question yikes. immediately, wasn't it the Bay Harbor? Because they already named it that. No, because that's where they found the bodies. So this is the, the plants are telling them where the <laughs> the boat was. Yeah. Oh, go over there. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that harbor. Keep looking. <laughs> okay. Apparently the plants so... are Mickey Mouse, but. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> You'll find me on a rock. No, I think that the bodies were found in Bay Harbor. Right. But there's there are many harbors around, right? So they're trying to find where the boat is kept. Where the killer's boat is kept. Yes. And the algae will tell them that. Be- because he picks up rocks. Oh, okay. I got it now. Okay. We don't got know it. the rock part yet. We've but... watched the episode, so we do. Yeah. We know, but we collectively don't know. <laughs> we collectively do not know. Right. But I'm just trying to make sense of this whole plants thing. Right. Now we are back at the station and Angel is interviewing uh, Mrs. Soda Popinski. And um, <laughs> she's being extra difficult. And she's basically... No, he's, be, he's being an asshole, though. He is. He No, he's definitely being an asshole. But she's also, like, not giving any information. And yeah. and you do find out later in the episode that she has been withholding. So for... so. She was choosing to be difficult. But yes, no, he's not handling it well at all. He's got his black clothes on, so I feel like this is Dark Angel. Because <laughs> he's got like a black fedora and a, like a black shirt with like white and yellow flowers that so are traced is, on it. This is Demon. This isn't this Angel is, anymore. This is Demon. No, we had like we had like God Angel and then we had like regular Angel. And now this is like Demon Angel. Demon Angel. That is an uh-huh. oxymoron if I've ever uh-huh. heard one. Yeah. Yeah, Demon Angel is is being kind of like Kurt with Mrs. Pushy. Soda. Pushy and Kurt. Yes. Pushy and Kurt. Cushy and Pert. <laughs> yeah. 
This is where we're headed. He's like, you gotta. He's like, you gotta give me something. She's like, yeah. no, fuck you. I'm because, not gonna tell you shit. I mean, I guess from her perspective, she doesn't want to her husband's legacy right like he's trying to right. find out if her husband was actually a killer or a bad person because names keep getting like checked off this list and it's coming down want, to like just yeah. him he wants to be yeah. on the good boy list dokes yeah. gets to the marina and he's visiting whoever this guy is on and it's on a boat called ss fubar yep which means smoke right sure yeah i think it means smoke the ss james remar yeah that's it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like a yeah. big like sculpture of Harry. <laughs> so Dokes gets on the boat and uh Curtis Barnes walks up. This is the guy that is uh the suspect in shooting Alicia Barnes. Curtis tells Dokes that he is trying to get to the Cuba and he asks Dokes to like stall the investigation. To which Dokes says, Did you kill your wife, Curtis? And Curtis is like, uh, yup. I that was me. And then they yeah. both pull guns on each other, and that's how we leave that scene. You I hated that, that part. I hate no. I hated leaving that scene with them. Oh like, yeah, they're like, like, dude, like they're aiming guns at each other. Or they're gonna cut to like Masuka talking about plants again. Like, come on! <laughs> it's actually even worse. It cuts to Lundy and Deborah talking about the date. Oh, okay. <laughs> they're like pointing guns at each other, and then it's like, oh yeah, I had a salad at this at this date. Yeah, yeah I didn't uh, like that cut at all. No, that was like good. that was a. I thought that the Dokes and uh, Curtis stuff was like pretty powerful, actually. Some good acting and like a good build up, and then just to like cut away was not what yeah. I wanted to have happen. Well, that the last scene with Barnes and Dokes is awesome. That is really it's awesome. Good. Um, but I guess they wanted to, you know, splice it to the point where that amazing part of the scene is at towards the end of the episode. I don't know. So they had guns pointed at each other for the whole conversation. Between Donut, Dong, and Deborah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If it's happening at just the same exact they're time. They're just standing yes. there with guns pointed at each other the whole time? Okay. He's like, oh, hold on, Curtis. This is a Lundy scene. <laughs> just keep your gun up. Lundy tells Deb that his date didn't go very well. Do you remember why? I didn't write it down. Simple mathematics. A man has a plan. Panama. No. <laughs> <laughs> and Deb's like, oh, yeah, good point. Yeah, say that backwards, bitch. I don't know what I'm talking about. Okay. I don't know. So... <laughs> this is why I don't do the scenes part. Okay. Right. So, because right, you would just make up your own story. A man, plan, Panama. He goes, simple mathematics, Deborah. Uh, a man has one chance in his life to meet the right person. And due to my, because of my calculations, I have already met that one person. He like, takes out a calculator and does like a fancy equation. And like at the end, it just says equals one. And he's like, I've had my one. And then she's like, okay, cool. <laughs> I thought you were going to say he turned it upside down and it spelled boobies. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> well, if we do the calculation, <laughs> boobies. Boobies, boobs. <laughs> That's why I shouldn't be dating Deborah. I spell boobies on a calculator. <laughs> He basically tells her that, like, I guess he must have been married or something. I don't know. Yeah. And he's, yeah, uh, he basically like, I'm too old to date. I don't right. know. I don't know. I don't know if we find out what happened to his wife. I don't remember. She um, probably got tired of throwing all those donuts on his dong. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. It, yeah, the date didn't end well because uh, <laughs> she only tossed two rings on and uh, missed the, the last eight. So 
I sent her packing. <laughs> she hit me on a nutsack with a strawberry frosted. <laughs> this is um, Lundy's thing. This, this is Lundy's just... thing, yeah. <laughs> That's why his dates don't go well. And uh, so Deborah then just like blurts out that she took his advice and got laid big time last night. <laughs> and then yeah. uh, he's like, oh, wow. All right. Well, well, well very good. Right. Okay. Well, good for all you. All right. And she's like, oh, Ch- God. I'm chocolate gonna... or vanilla? <laughs> what what flavor donut did you toss onto his dick? I need to know for my notes. I like food. <laughs> I like food. And I need to know for my food notes. <laughs> and, um, Lund- Lund- Lundy's not getting like an ounce of serious analysis from us. <laughs> he may never. So she is embarrassed that she like blurts out that she like got laid. And she's like, yeah. oh, I'm going to shoot myself. And Lundy's like, you'd probably miss anyway. <clears throat> then we cut to a different part of the station where Dexter and Masuka are talking about um, you cut out a carotic algae. You right. carry you carry me up the stairs, yeah. algae. Yep. Mm-hmm. Then Pascal. <laughs> oh, this asks, is it. Yeah. Asks Masuka if she calls for him. And he calls her a a crazy witch, which is kind of funny. <laughs> awesome. She, in front of the whole department, throws a manila folder at him mm-hmm. and just yells. A, ba- at, a vanilla donut? No, not a vanilla donut. <laughs> a manila folder. Sorry, carry on. <laughs> and she says something along the lines of like, you guys all pretend that this isn't happening, but it's <laughs> happening. And they're like, what the fuck are you yeah, nobody gives a shit about your relationship lady yeah. we're at work <laughs> oh my god ever heard of like having a job you if don't you want, do this if, at work <laughs> if you want to throw folders at masuka at least pull them into your office that's what i always say yeah yeah pull them in there like, throw... what the hell lady <laughs> <laughs> throw whatever you want at him behind yeah. your closed door why didn't you figure out the smell? He's like ocean breeze. Like, what do you want me to say? Like, yeah, it's it's great. ocean breeze. It's obviously <laughs> it's obviously strawberry frosted. <laughs> there seems to be a lot of a lot of that going around here. Yeah, it's the same. You know, just go ahead and smell Lundy's balls. It's, it's the same smell. <laughs> I cracked the case for you, SMA. Yeah, there you, it wait, is. Just, just go up to Special Agent Frank Lundy, take a take a sniff of his nuts, <laughs> and then you could probably get back to work and put this behind you. Okay, there you go. All right, Pascal. Is, I, is, she, I be- is she is she gone? Is, I is believe she off this the show? Is the, is that the last we see of <laughs> okay. her? Yeah. Good. I think that's rock bottom. If we're ever gonna find rock bottom, I think that's it. She she did a great job on this show. She yeah, quality work. Um, <laughs> check the water and then freak out about your boyfriend yep for four episodes now we're gonna cut back to the you know meanwhile com- compelling scene <laughs> where barnes and dokes are waiting for their turn to talk again they both just, like, look at the camera they're gonna get the camera with guns yeah. like, really is it, is it <laughs> can i can i do this now <laughs> guys oh you're live we're live oh we're, we're good yeah oh <laughs> hey <laughs> They they both lower their guns at the same time in super slow motion. It takes like a solid probably like fifteen seconds for them to lower their guns. This was so good. It was it was good. Doke says something like, "I would have shot you by now if you weren't a ranger." 
And they get into this awesome conversation about, I guess, what being a ranger did to them, like psychologically and emotionally, mm. yeah. and how Barnes, he says, like, he didn't mean to kill his wife. You know, his wife tried to get him help and like, he didn't, he didn't want it. Dokes is can kind of relate to that because and Barnes is like, were you ever married? And Dokes is like, I was married once. And I think this is the first time that we've heard of that, right? Mm hmm. Yep. No. Barnes says, did she leave you? Did she leave you? Yeah. And Dokes is like, no, I left her because I was afraid if I didn't, I would kill her. Right. Really powerful scene. And like, yeah, oh, man, I wish we could have just trimmed off some of the other stuff and yeah. done more of this. This was like a really cool story. Um, I don't think it comes back because obviously the outcome, nope. but Eric King, nice, nice acting. Really mm -hmm. good. Yeah. Uh, Curtis too. Killed it in this. Yeah. Really killed it. And he's kind of got that struggle between like cop or friend, you know? Yes. And, and he's not cop or friend, cop or friend. No, cop um, or friend. <laughs> no. A friend made out of copper. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here's a penny. No, get the fuck off the boat. No. <laughs> <laughs> they have this great conversation and Dokes is like, you know, he could relate to this guy because they were, you know, both in the special ops together. Obviously, Dokes has some some of his own demons that, you know, I mean, we could kind of tell just based off of how fucking angry he is all the time. But yeah, um, he talks about, yeah, his, his, he was married and he, you know, got out of the relationship to save her really because he was afraid of what he was capable of. And then to make the decision of like, I, I'm a cop. I have to do the cop thing and hold this guy accountable. I can't just sail him to Cuba or whatever. Right. He, he's like, let's just let's just take me to Cuba and like turn your back on this. And it kind of it seems like he may be considering it for a minute or, um. But a really good. I really wish they had just given this more time. Yeah, I agree. I think we, if we had met Curtis Barnes maybe earlier in the episode, just briefly, I think that would have helps yeah. but i also i love like the the theme of this and that you know they're kind of the same exact person they just took two different yeah. paths dokes yep. is really committed to his path and barnes is committed to his and but there is that like shared mutual respect yeah. but yeah and the ptsd yeah. they went through and yes yeah it's it's very good really good story and um i like the parallel too between dokes and this story and the dexter lila story right because mm -hmm. they're kind of the same person too. Right. Right. Yeah. But have taken different paths in a sense. Yeah. Yeah. I think that they needed something to do with Dokes. If he's not tailing Dexter, like what does that look like? Right. And this was better. This was better than like him just showing up in the car and like going to pizza night and all that. You know, they just dragged that along for a little bit. So to have Dokes become a character we care about. It's like he's got to do his own shit and not just be like Dexter's shadow. Yeah. And I just wish that like instead of doing this for one episode, like they do it. I know he had like some stuff in season one that spanned over like more than one episode. Good arrow. Um, good arrow. Yeah. yeah. But like this is like this is what's what's missing in Dexter. These characters that are really good, really good actors, good, good material, but they just they don't do it for long enough. So you can't right. care. It's yeah. like realistically too, like there would be cases that linger longer than a day. They could keep some of these stories going across multiple episodes, but I guess it's just yeah. too much for them to juggle. I, I guess this is uh, two on uh, Dokes' body count too. Yeah, one guy with groceries noting. and one guy on worth, worth noting. 
Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Dokes needs to make a decision and he says, I'm we're gonna go back to the station. I'm taking you back. And uh Barnes is like, You you won't reconsider. And Dokes is like, Absolutely not. And then they both like slowly raise their guns again. Mm-hmm. Um, you could just see it starting to turn, and then Dokes I think Mozambique's Curtis, right? Or does he only does shoot he? twice? I think I he think shoots he him like twice in the chest. <laughs> I think I don't he Mozambique's know. him. He doesn't shoot him in the head after that. <laughs> Maybe not. I don't know. Like the slow Western music of like the, the guns coming up and like the... And then yeah, like, like tumbleweed. Yeah, a little standoff going on. Meanwhile, Dexter and Lila go to the pool. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're going to they're gonna eat lunch by the out by the pool. He's going to dump her ass. Yeah, he's ready to break up with her as his sponsor. She's trying to get him to like open up. She, for some reason, is hold is like a geisha, and she's holding this fan. <laughs> All right, I've got a geisha fan. Can you tell me your deepest, darkest secrets, Dexter? He's and, like, he can't uh, fucking help me. He can't yeah. help me. So he tries to break up with her. Um, but we're gonna get a flashback in the middle of the breakup where Harry is prepping Dexter for the psychological test that he's going to take and harry's basically saying like anything that the, that the doctor asks you i want you to think about how you feel and then tell the doctor the exact opposite of that do you kill animals <laughs> and dexter's like no yeah that was like question three question on the three. list so like <laughs> yeah. how many toes do you have <laughs> when you go to therapy as a kid they don't like they don't get that serious that fast like are like, you a killer yeah. <laughs> have you murdered any puppies? Yeah. If you have six tomatoes and one of them goes bad, how many do you have left? I don't know. Lundy's the math guy. <laughs> <laughs> I put boobs on a calculator. <laughs> how do you spell boobies on a calculator? <laughs> Five, eight, zero, zero, eight. And flip it upside down. Wow. Why do I know that? So well? that's re- how did you know that so quickly? <laughs> Oh my god! Good for you. I was that kid. You was were, that kid. yeah, you were. I was the one actually like <laughs> typing the numbers in. You were just spelling out the dirty words. So yeah, little... so he dumps he dumps her ass. Oh yeah, but yeah, little child Dexter lies every time. Um, yeah. and then we flash, we're back to real life, and Dexter dumps Lila and leaves. Captain Crunch it approaches Laguerta about Pascal's meltdown. And he says basically that he like misjudged LaGuardia, that she is essentially just back in charge of homicide effective <laughs> immediately. Like, apparently, Remember that whole thing we did? Yeah. <laughs> Forget it. Remember when I was like super racist? <laughs> it's okay. Like you're back. Go you're back good... to go back to season one, episode six. We'll just start from there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she shakes his hand and she's and he says to her, it's up to you to turn it around. Uh, Pascal set women back in this department like 20 years yeah, or whatever. Fuck off, dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you just hired the wrong person, like straight up. Yeah. That's all yeah. you did. It's Why 100%. are you here? It's your Why fault. Why are you here? <laughs> yeah. You have your own office, okay? Go to it. Yeah. Like, all, his only job is to like be racist and shitty to people. Yeah. To women. Yeah. 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 <laughs> racist and sexist as much as he possibly can. That's all he does. Yeah. And apparently he only has two candidates that can fill this lieutenant position. And he's just going to yeah. hobble back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and when I don't like you anymore, I'm going to find Pascal. So yeah, LaGuardia got her job back. Meanwhile, <laughs> De- 
I wish it's like I wish it was like okay, that's that story. Okay, we have we have we different have, opinions, yeah, but we'll different get there. Opinion. Yes. Yeah. So Dexter is looking at Moby's dick. Oh no, he's looking at Moby <laughs> Dick. Um, <laughs> the the, the white tent. whale is the the, the white whale tent. is is the tent. Yeah, with bodies. Yeah. So Angel comes over to him and he's like, oh, I got this heat, whoa. I got to get into my car before I melt. He was Angel. wearing like the all black too. It was like, that's not going to help. Well, yeah. I mean, why would you wear that in Miami? Uh, that'd be so hot. Yeah. So Dexter gets an idea about how he can help his case from Angel's comment. I don't think we find out here what the idea is. But he's going to fuck some shit up. Yeah. He's going he's gonna to mess with the bodies. So Dexter leaves, he's going to leave the station, and who's who's there but Lila in the parking lot. She's like, I don't think it's in your best interest <laughs> to break up with me. That's, that's the Harry Potter lady again. <laughs> Damn. I don't think it's in your best interest to break up with me, Dexter. Revelio. <laughs> Lingardian Revelosing. I think you should give me another chance. He's like, yeah, no, I, I, who I am, like, no one's going to change that. There's nothing you can really do. Um, and she basically says, like, you got to stop judging yourself. Like, nobody is all good or all evil. Like, everyone is capable of both. Dark shit, right. Dark shit and light shit. She starts to get real with him. She's like, Jesus, what are you so fucking scared of? He's like, this was it, good. This was good, it, too. I liked this exchange a lot. And she's yeah. like, you call yourself a monster so that you don't have to take responsibility for what you do. Yeah. Like calling him out on his shit. He's like, you want to see my shit? Here it is. Well, but like, I'm not going to tell you that, but yeah. yeah. He's, I think he says, like, you, you don't believe that people are truly evil. I'll show you evil. And yeah. so he takes Grab her a smock. The, yeah. <laughs> Grab a smock and two paintbrushes. <laughs> I'm going to show you the most evil vase I possibly can. <laughs> How do you pronounce that word? Vase. Is it vase or vase? Vase. <laughs> you just you just said the other one. Yeah, because I don't know. It, it's one of those two. <laughs> yeah, those are the only choices, but <laughs> vice, vals. Now I'm trying it's... to do it British. I don't know. Vols. Uh so basically Dexter takes Lila into the tent and she's walking around like she doesn't seem too affected. I think he's expecting her to be like, oh bodies gross so can i glue these together yeah can i touch it do you mind if i smell it can i borrow this butthole um and he basically unzips a bag of person and she's just like really into it she actually calls it incredible i think and he's like you're not freaking her actions very yeah her actions very weird and like she doesn't condone it but she's not like, oh my god, this is horrible. Yeah. Right. And that's and that's where he's like, oh shit. Like she maybe she could see past some of the things that I'm yeah. The mask is slipping. The mask is slowly <laughs> going down. <laughs> She's like, Dexter, stop pulling on your cheeks and let's talk. Stop pulling your face skin down and let's have <laughs> the mask is just coming. <laughs> My eyeballs are showing. Yeah, she's like super into it. And then she says, the person who did this is just like me. Like you. We're all good and we're all evil. <laughs> it's getting better, I think. And that was pretty good. Thank you. And I think this is this is the turning point for their relationship. This is 
Dexter now seeing the possibility that may okay he, if she's he, not he could share his true self with someone yeah if she's not disgusted not... by this i mean yeah. this is his work right so yeah 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 the only so... thing is like yeah she just glues mannequins together and he cuts up real people that's yeah really... they'd be a good team yeah i'll cut people <laughs> apart you glue them back together but make sure that you glue them in different ways okay i don't <laughs> want them to look like people i want them to look like transformers i made that butthole i'll put it on this guy's face that was like Oliver Twist. Yeah. We had a lot of different forms of British. It's okay. Yeah. Consider yourself at home. 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 Thanks to grab me that butthole. Grab me the butthole. I'm a I'm a weld it to this guy's nubber. <laughs> I don't know what that is. It sounded like a real like British term for like, I know. a nipple or something. <laughs> I got glue this butthole to the nubba. <laughs> now it sounds like Ted Lasso. What's his name? Roy. That's who it's. Oh, like. he's more like grungy though. Or maybe no, not Roy. Um, what's her name? Ke- Keely. Yeah, she sounds a little like Keely. That's who. He, yeah. That's who you just sounded like. Can you just pass me that butthole? I'm gonna jump. <laughs> so we anyway, have a lot of different British people. Lots, good. yeah. There's yeah. lots more to explore as well. Flashback number three: Harry is proud of Dexter at the doc, the doxter, the doxter, <laughs> the doc, the doxter didn't see the monster inside of Dexter. So that's and good. He's like, Dad, what the fuck, dude? Why are you calling me a monster? And he's like, Oh no, 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 sorry, I meant, I meant like you're just weird. Yeah. <laughs> oh you're not a monster you're just fucking weird as hell <laughs> yeah so that's it that's that flashback Dexter and Lila d- decide they're gonna stay together as a sponsor unit sponsor and sponsee unit sponsor and, and sponsee yep Lila hugs Dexter goodbye and then just like kisses him on the lips <laughs> yeah and he's like that was weird and immediately yeah. everyone who is watching this is like uh oh it's not good, and like, it's not good for like the sake of the show. Like, I don't, I don't like love triangles. I don't like when they just try to fit them into shows that it doesn't work. Yeah, this show, the show, like, it just didn't need one. I, I don't know. I don't think it's a love triangle though. It's not. I don't think ever there's a there's a time where Dexter's like, I am in love with this person. No, I, th- I know. I think it's more like this person represents someone I can be myself my true self around it that's what he's like attracted to you know yeah but like there's still like the people watching they're gonna be like yeah like shipping them like dexter and lila and like the because she sees she sees the real him and yeah now um, i don't know maybe not maybe well, nobody liked her but. this is i i don't think people liked her but this is starting to pave the way for dark dexter because he's yeah. coming i'm not i you know i remember being really like just uncomfortable watching Dark Dexter start to evolve. I don't know what you're talking about, but I'm oh, saying, okay. yeah. <laughs> okay. Sure. Well, okay, then I won't spoil anything. Um, so, yeah, they kiss. And we cut to Angel uh, is going to save face here. He goes to Mrs. Soda Popinski's house. And he wants to apologize to her. He's going to go, you know, he's going to go about this in a, in a different way. She I opens- ask you. 
Yeah. I want to ask you, how many times would you think that Angel removes his fedora during this scene? Oh, man, there's a lot of like... And puts it back on. <laughs> there's a lot of serious moments. And I think that he turns to leave a couple of times. So I'm going to go over under. I'm going to go like four. It's three. Ah, It's three. All right. Close. Of like having it on, taking it off, having it on, taking it off. Yeah. Having it on. Well, when you have to say something serious to a person, you cannot be wearing anything on your or, head. Or if you go into someone's house. That's like he true. Can't wear, he can't wear one in someone's house. Like It's rude. Once once he goes through the door, like the fedora has to come off. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That is the, there's a lot of fedora choreography here. Fedoriography is what I like to call it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think the director of the show, what's his name? Stephen Colbert? No. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, Stephen Colbert. Mm -hmm. Nick Gomez was like, yeah. Angel, I want you to take off the hat three times. <laughs> Whenever you say something serious or walk in a door, you're taking the hat off. Or is that like a character choice? I don't know. I, I wonder. I really wonder. Burning um, questions in my mind. Burning, yes. Angel tells her, Mrs. Sota, that he needed mm -hmm. to conv convince himself that all of these victims like deserved to die. And then he's like, he doesn't really give her a chance to respond. He's like, I never should have taken it out on you. And I'm really mm -hmm. sorry. I didn't come here to even like talk to you about this. And like here, you know, I just wanted to apologize. Then uh, the metaphor of the the breeze, the hot, the heat, and the breeze continues. And he says, like, can you feel the breeze? It's cooling down. I think I think the heat is breaking. I think it's passing. Like this episode, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Do you feel it? <laughs> I'm gonna just take my hat off and let my let my head feel it. I, just I guess that's cool. He had, her. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, he has guns. He's he's being not good either. Come on in. Yeah, you can come in. My husband is probably a killer. I just didn't want to tell you earlier when you were mean, but now I'll yeah. tell you because you're nice. I am gonna have to ask you to remove remove your fedora though. I'm gonna ask you to remove head. your fedora and one the the pants that you're wearing, please. <laughs> it felt a little sexual. Show you the dark crevices where he kept the guns. I'm so, not talk about that tonight. <laughs> I don't want to talk about your crevices tonight, baby. <laughs> so, Dexter is now going Ninja Warrior and he jumps over the fence and breaks into his own place of employment because the idea that Angel gave him earlier about melting people mm -hmm. stuck with him. So, Dexter goes over to the, the tent of people, the people tent. Yeah. And why would you have security cameras at this at a police station with the biggest case ever? Why would you don't need them? Yeah, no, it's just it's just one like it's okay. five foot fence. That's it's okay. You know, security is really not really necessary. Unnecessary. Not nece <laughs> don't need it. Not... Especially when you're going to put all your evidence just outdoors. That's yeah. fine. And you got your captain wanting to like go on the news and tell everybody everything. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. This is no, good. No, this no, is good we operations. Don't we don't need it. It's okay. So uh, easy as pie. Dexter basically kicks some red hose that's plugged into the tent and some green liquid comes out. And then he pulls the dumpster over to make it look like the garbage truck is the thing that that moved the dumpster and the hose. Broke the, the air conditioner. The yeah. 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 And so the air can, the whatever is cooling down those bodies in the tent is now not not doing that doing that anymore anymore <laughs> <laughs> it, was uh, a good, it was a good idea it was a good it idea 
It was a very good idea. Later that night, nope. Later, during the same time, earlier in the day, I don't know. Meanwhile. <laughs> Meanwhile, Deborah is going to apologize to Gabriel. She's lifting shit, and she apologizes to him and says, like, can we go on a real date with clothes? And he's like, he's like nah. No, thank you. <laughs> and that's the Let's do what we did story. last time. Yeah. <laughs> No, he does say yes, and uh, it's going to happen on Saturday at 8. Deborah's back in, back in business. She is. She's back on that pogo stick. Now it's the scene where you and I are probably going to debate about this. So let's just recap it real quick, and then we can talk about it. LaGuerta is lying in bed, and we you know, we haven't really seen LaGuerta like, outside of the precinct ever. I didn't, I didn't hate it. I know. I know you didn't. I didn't no. either. We don't see anyone else. We just see her, and she says... This is the last time. And then we see him. Patch Snatch. With like Sits probably up. the worst name you can have. What? Bertrand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bertrand is pretty like, bad. Ugh, come on. You had to give him that name too? Yeah. <laughs> if I was Esme, I'd be like, I can't marry you just yeah. because of your first yeah. name. Yeah. This is my husband, Bertrand. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Come on. <laughs> That's a deal breaker for me. So everything about this guy's horrible. Yeah. Yeah. So he says, Pascal is gone. We can finally be out in the open. So obviously <sighs> he has developed legitimate feelings for LaGuerta. And LaGuerta says, no, 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 stop. Go back to Esme. He's like kind of insulted because he feels used. Right. And she says, mm -hmm. don't play the victim. You knew what this was from the beginning. You know, he's judging her and blah, blah, blah. She starts to cry and she says, don't judge me, asshole. You don't know the first thing about me. And he, you, we see his little tush. He gets up, he puts his pants on. <laughs> so I guess this, this whole time, right, from the end of season one, when she was replaced, she decided that she's going to do whatever it takes to get her job back. She <sighs> must have found out something from Pascal about her personal life and how she was engaged to this guy. And LaGuerta pursued him, I guess, as a professional strategy. Yeah, you can't even make this make sense. That's why I hate it. No, it makes sense. I'm not saying I condone it. I'm not saying it's a so good this thing. guy. So, th so this guy is like, okay, well, you're this lady that just got replaced by my fiance and you want to sleep with me. So, like, yes, let's do that. And I'm also going to fall for you in, like, a couple months. I hate that. And I hate more more than that. I hate that they, like, torch Maria's character like that. Because I, I like her as a likable character more than, like, evil, controlling bitch. I think she was so much more enjoyable as, like, a kind person. Like, a genuinely good person. Uh, and, yeah. Like, just to have, to have another, have more drama for drama's sake. It didn't need it with her. You had you had yeah. Dokes on the boat. You have like Angel's little thing. It was a pretty nice scene, whatever. And you got all this Dexter Lila stuff. And like I would have liked it so much more if she gets her jobs back and then she goes to Pascal and she's like, There's always a place for you in the bullpen and like whatever. And then like they resolve Pascal's shit somehow some other way. Okay. And like I yeah, you're probably not gonna agree with it. I I disagree completely. I don't um, like why does everybody like and I get it like everyone's got some good and evil but like why 
Why did that? I don't know. So yeah, just... that you just said it. That for me, because it ties to the theme. But it's it's not only it's not something that they pulled out of left field. It's not drama for drama's sake. I think I think it's for the first time we found a story like a thread for a secondary character that not only yeah. ties them to the theme, but like makes them impactful. If LaGuardia, if LaGuardia was like showed no remorse, then I would, I think a hundred percent be on your side with this, but you could see it in her face. You could see the guilt. You can see the frustration. She probably hates herself, which is why she's projecting onto him. I think I said this last episode, but she probably decided this to do this when she was at rock bottom and she felt like she was being discriminated against and, you know, for the wrong reasons. And in her anger, she decided to do this. And then at some point regretted it because I don't think it makes her an evil character. I think she fucked up and she realizes it, but she's too deep into this thing to just like backtrack it destroys esme and her career laguerta she's feeling it like i I think of it more i think of it more meta and like more like they're trying to like empower women and like and crunch has all these like horrible lines about like how he set women back so for me it was more like Maria is going to do this horrible thing and set up this plan to sleep with this guy to fuck over her new boss and like, oh, well, how can a woman get revenge? Like the only way is by having her sleep with the guy with with the girl's boyfriend. And I don't know. OK, I that's fair. That's fair, I think right? that I think they're like they're there. And again, there wasn't enough time with it. So like the reveal of Bertrand in the bed, like I don't fucking care. Like. Like it's that wasn't anything to me. It was just like, oh, OK. The first like, time you saw that, you didn't have like no, a visceral no. reaction. No, nothing, nothing. Okay. Just, just disgust and like, oh, seriously, this is what they're doing. I Agree mean, disagree. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I still feel like it. It makes her a more dynamic character, and it makes it for me personally. It makes it believable. If she just did this like complete one eighty, and she's suddenly just like a hundred percent a nice person all the time, like especially after what happened to her. And how she lost her job, I just wouldn't buy it. Like, why would she suddenly just be? Because like all of season one, like the most the majority of it was like, is she doing this for the public attention and the media, or is she doing it because she's a good cop? And all of season two, she's shown signs of being a good cop. And like, oh, I have a coworker that's in distress. I'm gonna help them out. You know, she supports James. Like, whatever. She's doing what needs to be done because she's in this job for the right reasons. And I think that if the they could have just had Maria come out as like a, just a good, honest cop. That would have been so much better than this like evil plan to steal the new, the new boss's boyfriend. I, I don't know. Yeah, but again, I don't think it's about that. She's not trying to steal her boyfriend. It's more like we we talked season one about the the ongoing chess match that she has with Matthews, and this is all connected. Like every okay. decision right. that she's made. Yeah. I like that there's two sides to this. And again, it's obviously the action itself is disgusting and can't condone it. But I just think for her as a character, it adds a little bit of like dynamic and to see her with all this remorse and regret and hatred towards herself. It like there is a payoff for me because of that. Okay. 
And I actually don't remember what happens after. So I don't remember. Maybe, maybe, maybe she gets better as a character because of it. I don't know. She may. Yeah. We you sure you don't want to talk about that scene more? <laughs> no, I'm good. <laughs> good. We have a couple scenes left before the end here. Dexter um, tells Rita that he misjudged Lila and that she's mm-hmm. the best sponsor for him, that he's going to stick with her. And Cody runs in. And he's now dressed as the Bay Harbor Butcher because Gail made him a Bay Harbor Butcher costume, which is just an thanks interesting. A, thanks a lot, Gail. Yeah, thanks, Grandma, <laughs> for making dressing me like a serial killer. I appreciate it. What would you do if Mom like made Morgan like you know a Ted Bundy costume? <laughs> well, I don't. I mean, if it was more like vigilante, I guess I'd be okay with it. But yeah. But I guess, you know, it's it's Cody's way of confronting his fear and he's not afraid anymore. So sure. Sure. That helps. Be, be the Bay Harbor Butcher, kid. That's yeah. not weird at all. And then Dexter's Actually, just go, gonna go outside and, and make some friends with this costume on. Good luck. Just go kill someone. Let's see how you feel. <laughs> okay. I got a good guidance counselor. It's question three on there. <laughs> <laughs> Answer the opposite, Cody. Answer the opposite. <laughs> Have you ever been played by a different actor? Uh, uh, no, uh, no, it was no. me the whole time. Good job, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> They'll never know. And then, just when we're starting to like Gail Hailstorm, she goes up to Rita and says, "He's good, that one, Dexter. He's a good actor. He's definitely hiding something." Fuck off, Gail. But Rita already knows. She's like, "Yeah, right." Rita like, knows. I, I know. I know he's hiding something. Right. Um, but we're kind of led to believe that Gail might be more in tune with what he's hiding. I don't know. Right. Like, does she? Maybe she doesn't think it's drugs. Maybe she thinks it's something worse. <laughs> I don't know how you like can jump to that yeah. from what he's doing. He's but, probably yeah. a killer, is what I think. <laughs> <laughs> well. Uh, Clearly, so, she's going to be uh, hanging around for a little bit. I don't think that's a good thing. I don't think, but the last thing Dexter needs is somebody else just like looking at him through a magnifying glass. But right, it's like he just fucking it. got rid of Dokes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Gail is the new Dokes. She just starts like following him. All right, so we're about to wrap this episode up. Lundy, Masuka, and then some of the other task force. Uh, the next morning, walk into the tent. All the guy. Yeah. Oh, and the, yeah, the algae. I think Masuka brought a marine biologist, right? Yeah. To analyze the algae. He's like, fuck this. They all walk into the tent <laughs> and everyone has melted. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah. we see Lundy upset for the first time, which I love. She's like, yeah. damn it. Damn it. <laughs> and, damn it. The marine biologist throws up and it makes Masuka <laughs> laugh. But then he's like, fucking garbage man. Completely ruined. And... Dexter's like, oh, man, that's really a bummer, isn't it, Masuka? And Masuka's like, uh, yeah, no, it's but it's OK, because the rocks were stored. We have rocks. We got somewhere rocks. else. Yeah. And Dexter's like, rocks, what are you talking about? And he's like, yeah, the Bay Harbor Butcher used rocks to weigh down the bags so that they would sink. And he must have taken them from his marina. And <laughs> we see we see a clip. <laughs> Of Dexter. Yeah, we needed. Yeah, we needed to see that. Yeah, we needed to see a clip of Dexter <laughs> oh, picking up rocks. Oh, Dexter does pick up a rock and put it in. The, okay, yeah. He's like, oh shit, I did pick up rocks. <laughs> Flashback. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember Flashback's that. Me picking up a rock. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was stupid. <laughs> yeah, it was unnecessary. And I think at the end, he's he has some inner monologue weighing like electrocution versus lethal injection or some shit. But it's like no different than the ending. Like they had all the bodies in a tent and like now they have rocks. Okay. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're inching their way closer and like, you know, it's going to come to a. With the bodies being gone, doesn't that really hurt the investigation? Like the rocks yeah. are helpful, but like. The rocks are helpful, but it's the... only episode, what, four of the season yeah, that's or true. three? Yeah. So you know it's. Like they got rocks. <laughs> they, they just they, they just got rocks, have some rocks and, yeah. And it's and it's been bad people. Yes. Like they can't be that they can't be that close yet. No. No. Not this early in the season. And that's it. That's it for episode four. Mm-hmm. Um we have zero kills in this episode. Mm-hmm. Nobody died except Curtis Barnes, but he's not a Dexter kill. So nothing to rank. Got any dirty Debs quotes? Do you want to change the rules of the dirty Debs quotes? Um, I mean, if I can't can remember be, her saying anything, it can be called like a dirty Debs quote of the episode, but it could still. Oh, be... but like, but it's like any dirty quote. Yeah, yeah. I still can't. I don't think Masuka said anything too gross either in this one. Yeah, you got anything? I the only thing I wrote down was the last guy who I slept with tried to kill me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sure. That's all I wrote down. Okay. Yeah, sure. Great. We've got MVPs, LVPs. We do. We do. Okay. Where do you want to start? So for MVP, I have uh, Masuka. Hey, me too. Yeah, for like breaking the case. Well, not breaking it, but thinking about rocks and plants. This is good <laughs> for his job. <laughs> yeah, he did. He does a good job thinking. Good and job at your job. Folders. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's much he's better like... at folders than Dokes. He's a lot better with folders. Even when he get, they get thrown at him, he's still cool. <laughs> there was a lot of folders with Masuka. A lot of folders, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he like thinks about algae and he's got a lot on his plate and he's got this crazy witch trying to get her get him to smell some shirt and even after the bodies are melted, he's got his bases covered. He's he's got rocks. Yeah. MVP. 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 I've got Masuka as well, so if you want to give me your second, Blemvli Vlee. I have uh, I have Lila as number two. Wow, that's okay. I was not expecting that. Okay. No, for like the first three quarters of the episode, like she would have probably ended on the LVP list, but okay. I think like her stuff at the end when she calls Dexter out and she's like, stop hiding who you are and really shows like you can be yourself around me. I, you know, I'm open to whatever you have to deal with, like, if you want your fucking help, I'm right here. To be able to get through to him, in that sense, is what earned her the MVP point for okay. me. Nice. But, like, yeah, but, like, the collecting trash and welding stuff together stuff. <laughs> A little questionable, but that's fine. I think, I don't think there's going to be too many more opportunities to give her one, so I just wanted to throw her. Yeah, just throw her a bone. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much for the MVP vote. <laughs> I really appreciate it. My second MVP is going to go to Dokes because of the way that he handled this case. He was clearly at a crossroads and could have gone with his ranger loyalty, but decided to stay a cop and and choose the right path and kill this guy who murdered his wife. So good for Dokes, choosing the right destination there. Yeah, and great acting too from American. Any, uh, who are your LVPs? 
who was who was absolute garbage town in this episode. So many people. I know. <laughs> uh, I, I got to give have one way to too many. I have to go to give one to Harry Morgan now. Okay. So like just straight up call your kid a monster to his yeah. face. <laughs> yeah. It's probably not cool. It's a good job pretending not to be a monster, dude. <laughs> What'd you say about me, Dad? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mentioned it before about I don't like flashbacks anymore. Like, I, I don't know if I'm going to like Harry's character, what he's like ghost version that just hangs out with him. I don't know. But yeah, I don't remember if he's. Yeah, I way don't to, remember like, if he's more way to, like, digestible. Fuck the kid up more than he already was. I don't know. Yeah. Do you think the show like realized that the the um, flashbacks were like that Bad. painful for us <laughs> so they're like we need to keep james remar on the list of like cast yeah. so it's nothing against james remar he just no i, don't know. I didn't mean, he wasn't even in my like realm of consideration yeah. but now that you yeah. mention it he's he definitely should be but you know i've i've given her the like trifecta <laughs> i gotta go back to pascal <laughs> you're in your place of of work where you're the boss and you're literally throwing a folder at one of your employees because he can't match a smell to a woman. Correct. I can't make a sentence like that and not give you an LVP. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. Yeah. So definitely Pascal for me. I could probably guess who your second LVP is. The Maria LaGuerta. Come yeah, on yeah. down. I haven't given her one in a while. I'm not going to go back into the reasons yeah. why, but it was just her, her character growth was was getting better and better and then they were just like nope she's actually an evil bitch all right maybe she um, grows maybe she gets better i don't remember i think she does but i could be wrong she teeters the line i think yeah she's a teeterer for sure teeterer yeah she's like um john murphy yeah except he just gets better and better he does but he but he always teeters like between doing the right thing and not doing the right thing yeah and you know? sawyer yeah yeah like sawyer John Murphy and Sawyer, like he root for more than Maria Laguerta, though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're, you're right about that. Yeah. <laughs> My second LVP is going to go to Gail because I could tell that mm. I already just despise her as a character. Mm. She was not even like that, like annoying yet, but she, you could just tell that as as Esme leaves the show, Gail enters the show, and <laughs> we have another just unwatchable yeah. character. <laughs> Like we gotta have someone that fucking sucks. Yeah, <laughs> can't forget Gail. Gail Hailstorm. Gail Hailstorm. Did she tell him to stop sticking his dick in the vacuum cleaner? Yeah, she told Doofy to stop. That was her line. Oh no, okay. no, that was um, that was his sister. How many okay. times did Mom tell you to stop sticking your dick in the vacuum? <laughs> I need to go watch that scene like immediately. Yeah, I told you not to disturb me when I'm cleaning my room. <laughs> Updated ratings yeah. here. All right, we got we got a new leader right now in our scoreboard. We've got Vince Masuka on top. Actually, he's tied with Deborah, but the two of them at the top with two points. Hell yeah! Um, Laguerta, we got a an eight way tie <laughs> uh, with positive one point. So we've got Laguerta, new Cody, Horsecock, Rita. Spanish Grandma, Lila, <laughs> Dokes, and Lundy. Mm, yeah. A nice little list of ones. They're all in the running. Yep. All in the For running. The winner of season two. <laughs> Can't wait to see more of Spanish Grandma. 
<laughs> She's only one point behind the best <laughs> character of season two. <laughs> uh, at zero points by himself is Dexter. Yeah. Uh, we've got a five-way tie for negative one. <laughs> we've got uh, Deborah Goons. We've got Gail Hailstorm, Harry Morgan, <laughs> Angel, and Captain Crunch. On her own planet, with negative six, <laughs> we have Esme Pascal. <laughs> Just throwing folders all over the place. Yeah. Smacking herself in the face with them. Yeah, that's what she does. That's smelling them all. <laughs> Just smelling shirts left and right. <laughs> and folders. Let me. Can, yeah. can I just smell your shirt real quick? Like, no, you're my lieutenant. Is that a rat for Esme Pascal? That is a rat. Yeah. Uh, uh, are we clapping? Really? No, we're not. We're, well, we're <laughs> clapping because she's gone. Because <laughs> that's the end. Yeah. So we, our entire scoreboard, like everyone is within two points of each other, except for Pascal. It's really, ex- it's really exciting. This is, can't wait this to see is who's going to win. A compelling race right here. <laughs> All right, we have one thing left to do for this episode, and let that's rate it. Go ahead. The one that I really didn't like the episode in this season, I gave a four point five to. So I definitely liked this one better, but it's uh, you know the last episode I gave an eight to. So it's not that. Mm. I'm gonna give this a six. Kind of just like falls in that mm. middle ground area. Yeah. Where are you at? I was at six point five, like slightly more. Yeah, because you liked it the second good. time, right? I I was at a six, but I bumped it up like a half hmm. a point. It, it would have gotten a seven if not for the Maria stuff for sure. But the Doke scene was great. The um, Lila kind of breaking Dexter out of his shell more was really cool. Yeah. Uh, the Deb and Lundy stuff, meh. But like they need to be in the, the show. So. <laughs> yeah, neither of them did anything in this episode. No. An angel, still angel. So, yeah, but he's he's at least more of a tolerable angel. Yeah, he is. He he's not a <laughs> an astronaut angel anymore. No, he is not astronaut without a helmet. Yeah, just a fedora. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going up into space, bro. Should I take my fedora? <laughs> I don't think your helmet's gonna fit over that thing. <laughs> but yeah, I gotta wear it on the moon. So. <laughs> I'm going to leave it on. All right. So that makes this episode a 6.25. It's kind of like right in the middle of the pack as far as episodes go, which I think feels right. Not bad. Could have used like a little a little more action yeah. and a little more content, but it wasn't. There was enough there that was. Yeah, there was. And I, I really like I said, I'm a big like theme person. And I like yeah. that the theme was like pervasive, not only like mm-hmm. through the whole episode, but through a lot of the character interactions, mm-hmm. um, yeah. including the Deb and Lundy stuff, admitting to it, like sharing part of themselves, like a personal part of themselves to each other. I like food. And yeah, he just he just really likes food. I like food. I like food. Next week, we got uh, The Dark Defender is season two, episode five. OK, exciting. We might have yet. a we might have a special guest. We may we might have. Uh, an appearance of sorts. We, yeah. We may have a Dexter cast member join us on this podcast. Oh. Maybe. Now it you is... deliver. Yeah, I know. Teaser. This is a teaser, but I'm not going to say their name until they're actually here. <laughs> and you could always edit this out. <laughs> I could edit this out. I could edit this out and this. Yeah, blobber. Nice. Blobber eat deeds. 
Clampenstein. Yeah, we can edit Clampenstein. <laughs> you know. Shoot us an email. Yeah, please email us at Bay, Bay Harbor, Harbor Bros. Bros. Bay Harbor Bros at gmail.com. Send us some feedback, what you thought. Tell me about the Maria debate. Yeah. We need someone <laughs> did you to like this? pick sides. Or did you here. not like this? You know, if you want to talk about like donut dong, feel free. <laughs> write in create some rules and write them in. We also obviously like find us on Spotify. We're starting to get more listeners. Apple Podcasts as well, iHeartRadio. Like do a quick search for Bay Harbor Brothers, you'll find us. And uh, you know, we have some exciting things coming up. But uh, until next time, if your mind doctor asks you questions about what kind of stolen garbage you used for your art <laughs> projects and you need a good lie, you can always be our dark passenger along for the ride. We will see you next time. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 <laughs> bye. Yeah, bye.